persuasion, but Black Caviar at the 200 metres. The crowd starts to applaud already. She's gone three lengths in front. Haylist can't go on. A good battle for third, but this is why she's rated the best in the world. Have a good look at this. Black Caviar is going to be eased down to a canter. Scored by four to Haylist. Warm Love stayed on for third. Crystal Lily and Grand Duels trail by Troopers. The former queen of the turf, Black Caviar, winning her first light, first of three lightning stakes. The uh, group one named after her tomorrow, which we're going to get into very shortly. Uh, fantastic Maria, we've spoken about her before. Uh, I don't think you needed to say much more about how good she was. Uh, pretty difficult horse to beat, mate. Yeah, <laughs> turned out that way. <laughs> turned out. Uh, let's get, oh, for progetracing.com.au, we are, show us your tips, Beaver and Daggy with you. Look at... Yeah, Group 1 racing at Flemington, as well as some good racing in Roundwick. I'm probably more excited about the Sydney card from a betting point of view. But uh, we'll get into that later. We'll kick off down south. Just on Black Caviar, Daggies. Mm-hmm. I, I do recall um, being at Roundwick, first race, start watching it on TV. And uh, me and my brother were there. And I said, oh, I believe they've got a bit of a wrap on this horse. I think it was about <laughs> three, three to one, seven to two. Yeah. Um, and they backed it in. And I got... Three seven to two something like that, and it absolutely bogged in. I think that was the best yeah. payday you could ever have had. Oh, on it for because sure, it didn't start much. Above the only, the only other betting, I was there. Um, her first win in Sydney. Yep, I was at the top of the member stand, and I'll never forget. No horse in the world would have caught Hayless that day. Like he came round to Ben flying. Yeah, and I think for probably fifty meters, everyone there live was a bit nervous, and then she went into gear. But the Quinella, no Quinella, that day paid five dollars fifty. Could you believe? Like you watch yes. it back now, and I just could, and I didn't have it because I just assumed it'd pay nothing. But uh, the yeah, the Quinella day paid five fifty, so that was the anomaly for the, from there. But um, I don't really have any betting stories around her. No, couldn't it was really, brilliant. Yeah. Couldn't really back her, but she was. Um, I was lucky enough to say I saw her in the flesh. I guess. So, yes. Nice um, it was good to see. Um, get into it. Let's All get right. into the preview. Hey, Flemington uh, on a good track. A little bit of drizzle around apparently tonight and possibly tomorrow, but that'll just mean it's typical Flemington in the rail. True. Don't use any anything scary in the track. So let's kick off with the first over the mile for the girls. Benchmark 78, a race where I really didn't have a lot of opinion. I think these are all a fairly even bunch. Um, how about yourself? Yeah, uh, probably a little bit the same way as you there, mate. It is an open race. Uh, quantum mechanic, uh, probably a little bit skinny, even though both it and Silent Sovereign a bit skinny yeah. um, in such a wide open race because I think um, they could run this a few times to get a few different results. Quantum Mechanic, uh, probably a shade disappointing last start, I thought, um, but maybe more suited at Flemington down the straight. Yeah. Um, it's got Jamie Carr aboard, so yeah, it's got to be a winning chance. I thought it's good and proper. Uh, it's a nice well, win last. It was a really nice win. Uh, nutted me out on my value bet of the day, and it's won its last two. So, you know, a bit of money around for it. I think it's a good chance around the eight dollar mark. And necessary was good in in a fairly probably weaker race at, at Pakenham, but won well and hit the line really well. So if the sp- speeds on, uh, it could be a knockout chance around twenties. Yeah, no cooling. You've covered well. There's a few other chances are. Salika bringing some Sydney form down around, I think it was around $9 when I did the form. Um, maybe a bit interesting there, but I, this is an even bunch and not a race I'm particularly keen to really over-invest in. Race 2, the 1,100 metres for the two-year-olds listed race. Uh, a little Half this field's quite exposed now and then some fresh starters. Uh, how are you going to play this race up the straight? Yeah, tricky little affair. Uh, I think the the keys, obviously, the two blue colours, uh, Cummings and Friedman Horse. 
horses. Uh, look, I was slightly disappointed with Frost Flowers um, last start when it was pretty short. I am going to back up on it. I thought it did get caught outside the lead and yep. it chased hard but just probably never looked like going past them. And Dosh uh, might be a, a good horse. Yeah. Might have just underrated and it a was pretty. Bit. I think it probably is suited the on pace there and Dosh is a good horse. And it did run third. Taylor's moment, I think, ran second in that race and the start prior down the straight at Flemington. Um, at Bra- Frost Flowers brained it. Yep. Um, so there was a little bit of form turn around there. I think back to the hunt, to the straight probably suits Frost Flowers. Uh, look, yeah, I'm going to just go that way purely on price. Yeah, uh, I think the market's about right with um, it and ingratiating, ingratiating blinkers go on. Uh, the form uh, has stood up all around her. Uh, Finance Tycoon went up to Queensland and won. Uh, obviously, Enthal's probably going to start favourite in the slipper. And uh, before that, it beat General Bow, who's come back in very good order at the moment. So yep. uh, I think the two blue colours are, are the obvious there. And um, I guess a little bit of a watch on a horse with Peter Moody that's related to Ole Kirk down the bottom, Gimme Bar, who he's got a bit of a wrap on. So uh, blue colours for both of us in a race two. Race three, over the 1,400 metres, uh, the clash of a, a very good, fresh 1,400-metre horse and an up-and-flying regards Marie. Um, we saw, for the most part last week, the, the up-and-fit horses uh, had the advantage, um, particularly at, at Ranwick. Um, are you with the regards Marie who's flying? Oh, it's pretty hard to go past, really. Um, they're backing it up. It's flying at the moment. Again, drawn well. Looks to get the, the sit just here. Um, Buffalo River is probably the main danger and um, it can be a bit inconsistent. Yeah, uh, Buffalo River's going life is fresh, 1,400. Uh, Jamie Carr on, so I think it's here to run well. Um, dry Tech probably helps it out a little bit as well. Um, actually, probably more of a wet tracker, to be honest, in regards to that. But, uh, so any moisture around helps it, but I think regards and reason the obvious and the market says that uh, the one that can run a place if you're looking for or run your first fours, if you're looking for some value there, I think Irish Frame is an underrated horse, and this is a lot of numbers at the tail end of this market. Yeah, it's a lot of lot of um, there's only three horses in the market, and the rest is write your own ticket. Yeah, uh, and Mavada, well, I could I, I'm done with yes, Mavada. Yeah, I just can't understand why it's uh, so well fancy. But, um, Yep, no, well, two for the early quarter, basically. Yep, yep. I think that's, yeah, a, the, that's a two-out race. Yep, and you don't need to spend much more time there. Uh, the 2,000 metres benchmark 84 comes up next. And, uh, yeah, again, not an overly exciting event. Uh, we, I really liked the winner cool last start, just by when it got air, it really knuckled down, hit the line quite well, and um, I think is the horse on the up here. Uh, not again finding top of the market, so there's no surprises there. I wasn't too excited about the rest of the race, um, given Sikorsky, who called beat quite dominantly, but it's tied to some others who went to went to Melbourne and uh, went to Adelaide and stunk up the joint. And then the Duke of Plumpton did the same, which is the Takumi form line. So just looking for, for the up and covering calls for me, and I, I could probably be interested in a, a place bet at the twenties on good idea, um, just on the quick backup second up. Um, might not be with us anymore. Um, what about yourself? How are you looking at the race? Yeah, I think you probably summed it up pretty well there. I think Kulth is the horse on the way up here. It looks to be there's a question mark around some of the the other form there. War Critic was okay last start, um, but Kulth, I think now it's broken through. Um, I think it can continue on its merry way here yep. and 
looks one of the better bets on the card. Cool. Uh, race five is the Vanity. We see the return of some nice three-year-old fillies in the group three over the 1,400 metres. Uh, you again with the fresh or the form? Oh, I'm with the form. I think Zoo Dancer um, was pretty good last start. Uh, Jamie Carr on board. Um, I think it ran third in the trial against Pinkham. I thought Pinkham was pretty was outstanding last Yeah, start. pretty good. Um, caught three wide the whole way and just didn't shirk its task. Uh, one at Flemington over 1,400 prior to that. Form looks pretty good for this. Um, hard to beat. Nice and fresh. No, that's cool. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the class here in personal. I think she's a, a nice filly. Um, back through a record, she's got seconds to not far off take a lower, just missed Odium, a length of instant celebrity. That's all Group 1 form. I know it's Group 1 fillies form, but it is a fillies race. Uh, and I think she trialed pretty well behind, um, that was the Pinkham trial, I think. She, yeah, same trial. Yeah, as, um, she came through there and she trialed fine. And I think um, might be best horse. Gate 1, always a bit of a concern at Flemington, uh, but not many ride it better than Ollie. Uh, so for me, at the round of 460, I'm going to be backing her uh, and, uh, yeah, respect your... I don't, I don't think... The more you think about it, I don't think there's much beyond the two we've talked about, actually. And so no. you're getting f- five bucks to for one and 360 the other. That's um, not bad betting. Yep. Race six, over the mile, benchmark 84. We see Milton Park, who's up and going and, and flying at the moment, out to a mile. Are you there or are you going with the, the Waller the Waller horse, Skyman? No, I'm going Milton Park. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, Ollie aboard, two out of two have been pretty good. Um, I think it gets uh, like a fairly good uh, run here. It should uh, control the pace yep. and hopefully have something in the tank when they're, they're coming for home. And look, the step up to 1,600 I think plays into its its hand. Uh, it's one over 1,400 at Flemington, a couple of starts back, uh, beating El Salto. Yeah, for me, it looks just uh, cherry ripe and hard fit ready for this. Not much to add. Uh, the Yeah, I, I'm with it as well. On top for me, Milton Park, uh, great ride. Uh, yeah, I think Ollie, he showed what he does well on these sort of horses on uh, Best of Days last week. I think he gets the same same run here with no pressure. And uh, King Magnus sits on his back and probably runs second, I think, around 12 bucks. So yep. They're the two bets I'll have in the race. I think uh, not really touching any of the resumers and the rest of the the rest of the field um, has is all well exposed again and just making up numbers these days. Yeah, I'm surprised Milton Park's not the favourite, to be honest. Uh, yes, yeah, so am I. I'm not. It's got I know Skyman was good fresh last, but I, I thought it just fell off a cliff a bit since then. Yeah, and it's got to give two and a half kilos. Yeah. So you, Milton Park... And probably be sitting close to last. Sitting last. The other's yeah. going to be on the pace leading from gate two. Ollie controlling up front. We know how good he is at that. Yeah. Yeah. I know which one I'll be taking. Definitely. I'm with you there. Um, the CSA Stakes, this is a cracker. 1,400 metres, uh, Group 3 for the boys this time. Some spruik horses here. We've got the Kiwis starting to arrive. Um, not necessarily a great a cracker to bet into because I'm not sure I have an idea, but it could be a cracker to watch and follow the form out of. Uh, do you have a firm opinion before I... I don't have a firm opinion. I am going to go for the Kiwi horse, Brando. Yeah. Um, Purely on the basis that uh, they've obviously got an opinion of it to bring it here. It's never been out of the top two. It's got group form in New Zealand. And ASAR's, you know, finding it hard to win. Yep. Um, 
I'm with Brando too. I'm just going different form. A lot of these tied together. Um, the ones that sort of out of that Portland Sky race, I'm sort of feeling they've found their mark in life. Now, Tagaloa now hasn't been with us. Yeah. I mean, honest, but not winning for a couple of preps. Um, so I'm looking to Brando as well to run well here, coming through the group form over in New Zealand. Um, and two freshies that trialled. I thought Terry Tortoni's trialling pretty well, and you're getting 14 bucks. I've th- got a feeling they might – well, it didn't really stay last time. I think it's more of a run on yeah. Myla, and I th- hopefully they train it that way, and fresh can run quite well around $14 here. And Camborne was, uh, flew early on last prep and uh, trialled well as well, chasing um, – I believe it was – trial by Anders, I believe. So yeah, Anders, Anders, yeah. So in the trial was nice. So um, each way price there. So just looking for some different blood to what we've seen take on each other for a long time. Not interested in aim. Won the obviously won the lottery last. Oh, is it out already? Is it? Won the lottery in Gold Coast. Um, So leave me out of that. Um, Yeah, good race though. We get to the feature, the Group One Lightning Stakes up the straight over the thousand. Um, won three times in the past by Black Caviar. Also been won by Chautauqua, Terra Vista, Lankin Rupee, Takeover Target, Miss Andretti, Choisir. Very, very nice honour roll. Some garbage there. Yeah, I know. Wish I uh, had a share in uh, any one of them. Probably Fastnet Rock actually wouldn't be a bad one to have a share in these days. Yes. Um, the Lightning. I think this is an easy race for me to have a bet into. Uh, I think Bivouac might be almost tomorrow. I, yeah. Um, it's... Nature Strip needs Nature Strip at its best needs a soft early half of a race. It's yep. not getting it because Pippi's already said it's putting she's going to be putting the foot down. So no peace for Nature Strip up front. That just means that uh, Swats that uh, not Swats that September run and Bivouac lobbying straight behind him and Bivouac um, towed him up the straight last time they met. Yeah, he does the same thing. Bossy loves a horse, knows what he's getting. It'll be the same thing. We'll see him up in the irons as he goes past the post again. I think. I think so too. Two seventy is a good price. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean the way it won last time down the straight, you can't see any reason why it won't do do the same here. As you said, there's going to be some pace on with Nature Strip, Pippi, and even Fabergino. I yeah, don't think Fabergino it's going to loaf. Uh, Absolutely, because I don't think Fabergino can win taking a sit either. Um, so I think that just leaves uh, Bivouac, September Run, and even Swats that. So. September run was very good last prep, yep. as was what's that? They were horses September on the run, way up. we don't know how good she is just yet, so that's the only reason I'd. That's me too. I would um, probably have a, if not a saver. Uh, well, you gotta you gotta look at this too, but September runs five fifty. So what's that? Sixteen dollars. There was nothing between those two. That's right. Last prep, I think I one think beat. I think they had like two runs against each other, and one might have won one, and one might have won the other. Did they or did they not? They did. Yeah. No, uh, September run beat September it. run beat up the straight. Yeah, that's right. Um, twice, but I think around a Ben Swats hat's better. I think yeah. September might be a, just a real good straight horse. I think that's a trifecta. I think I'd be quite happy to leave Nature Strip out altogether and play. Um, quite interesting. The two the two girls running on to chase Bivouac. September run had all its run in Flemington, and the two trials were at Rose Hill. Yeah, yeah, uh, would have spelled probably up in Sydney with Waller and yeah. And going back down, um, she's a good horse. She and she has said she might be the best straight horse in Australia. We don't quite know yet, but yep. um, we know we're getting with bivouac at Group One level. Um, you're comparing Group One level to Philly's form, so you've got to take that first. Well, bivouac at its peak, I think, might have been a nice little race with uh, our friend Black Caviar. 
I still probably would have taken the dollar fifty black caviar, yeah. but it would have been a nice been. race. Would have been, been nice, nice race, to yeah. watch. Yeah, uh, it's pretty explosive. Yeah, and uh, I think they've got designs on Royal Ascot after this. So. I think so. Uh, I think two seventy is fantastic. Interesting. I don't quite know. Do you reckon they're going to back it in? Do you reckon this could start much yeah. shorter? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So two seventy might be a price I don't think at the moment. Two seventy. I mean, really, I can't understand why Nature Strips four dollars twenty given last prep. Yeah. It was ordinary. Neither can I. Yeah. And like I said, the key to Nature Strip is getting a, its own bludge through the first 500. Yeah. And it's just not going to get it here. We've That's seen right. how quickly it pops if uh, there's any pressure. Like um, three and a half lengths that was behind it at last start. Yeah. Uh, I know it's trialled and both. Well, the, the trial, if you watch the trial, Nature Strip, Bivouac was, was mowing it down the line as well. Both yeah. were under hold. They both trialled nicely. Uh, I just think we're going a better horse here with Bivouac. Uh, race nine, I'm forecasting it might be a good finish of the day for the blue colours. Race nine over the uh, 1,200 metres, benchmark 84. And I think um, little honest Sydney battlers, the cat coming down here, is right here to run well just because it's on pace. Um, it's just going to be the horse they have to get past. And I'm not sure they will. And again, $4 something to find out. $4.20? $4.60. $4.60. Um, I I'm not across the Ascot form, so I can't really comment on Lever Rod, but... Yeah, I'm I, just I, saying Sydney form. Hey? Yeah, yeah, Sydney form we know has been stacking up down there, and I've gone the same way purely uh, based on that. Uh, Laver odds 62 kilos, uh, so it's carrying 60 with a claim, but it's like we're back on a horse that's won one of its last five at Ascot. Yeah. You know, I know it's Kementari, it was three lengths off them. Uh, yeah, so it's. I think you said all you need to say when Kementari beat it. Yeah, we don't right. need to worry like, about it. It ran four lengths behind him at Ascot over fourteen hundred, beaten by KC and Red Can Man. Yeah, I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah, here? yeah. Uh, it's certainly not saying it can't win, but I don't think it should be four twenty. I actually think it probably should have been more around some of the horses like Impy that are nine dollars fifty. Yeah, um, but hey, maybe they know something we don't. I'd back. Um, I'd actually back Ruben Blue up the straight before I'd back Leverwood. Yeah. Again, yeah, ten bucks. Um, but for me, he's a cat. From yeah, I guess Ruben Blue are the two obvious for me. Milwaukee is a straight horse, um, and you're getting twenty. So there's another one young in my quaddie. Before I'll probably look at Leverwood. Um, I said we've been wrong before. We'll see how that plays out. But um, give us your thoughts. You can have the crack at the Melbourne quaddie today, Beaver. Do you okay, want to mate. do that one first? Yeah, let's do that first. So my numbers are. Order two, uh, nine, ten, eleven. Yep, leaving Skyman out. I think there's some value here. Um, in the next leg, I've gone one, two, six, thirteen. Yep, uh, gone straight to Bivouac. Nice, I've gone straight out here, mate. Digging around. And in the last, looking for something to get me out here, is 4, 7, 11, and 9. Back down from Sydney, I'm telling you. Nice. 50 bucks gets you 78% of that, Cordy, with the 64 combinations. Um, your best and value on Black Caviar Lightning Stakes Day? My best is race 8, number 2, Bivouac. And my value bet comes up in race six, 
Number 10, Milton Park. I am with you. My best is Bivouac as well in the Group 1. And my value for the day will be Cherry Tortoni in the CS Hayes number 2, um, around $14. In a day I really couldn't struggle, uh, couldn't uh, tag too many at double figures. Um, Progroupracing.com.au. Check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. Plenty of stuff going on as we head into the back end and towards the championships as well. Let's head down to Roundwick, though, to look at a preview there. Uh, the rail is in the 6-metre mark. There's supposed to be 10 to 20 mil coming tonight, so keep an eye on that. And a little bit of rain during the day. Um, still thinking last time it was soft here with the 6 metres. Uh, Sacramento, Malkovich, Ulysses all were able to lead and uh, on the day, so I'm thinking maybe slightly inside, but we'll see how, how it plays out. Yep. Um, and we'll kick off with over the 2,400 metres with a benchmark 78. How are you starting the day? I'm keeping my money. Keeping your money. Not the worst idea. I, uh, I'm i going to just back up on Harpo Marks again. Has had the... Is flying this prep. Had um, a couple over 24, freshened up back to 2,000. Back out to 24 in an ordinary race. Only two chances, which is what the market says. Uh, if it can reel in, kiss the bride. They're the two. If, if it can't reel it in, kiss the bride a win. So... Um, Probably ready now, fifth up. It took about four or five runs to get started. Last prep, wet isn't too much of an issue and may get the complete control here. So only two hopes for me in this race. Um, race two, 1,100-metre Piero plate for the two-year-olds. Uh, anything for the two-year-olds here? Um, no. <laughs> okay, fair keeping enough. My, keeping my money in my pocket <laughs> again. Uh, stay inside was a nice debut. I liked the win... Pretty dominant, actually chimed in and ran away from them in a couple of weeks back. J-Mac goes on, gate seven gets probably the same run, and I am thinking it's the logical market leader, which it is, and probably the logical bet in a race. Total Babe uh, has complete control of the race, according to Racing New South Wales Maps. It was pretty good last start. Yep. They're the two. Good luck as well to Carol and Jace with um, Akihiro. Uh, they got a small share in that with Gary Portelli, who was... Very good chasing Captivan on debut around a 20, so good luck. Uh, they'll be having a big day tomorrow. I'm sure the Mo will be flowing if they knock off this race. Yes. Good luck, guys. Race three, the highway. <laughs> you, uh, you getting your hands out of your pockets yet or not? I'm hitting the highway, bro. All right. <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> Absolutely you've, no chance. <laughs> you've uh, you've learned your lesson. I you I wouldn't, and I'm not. Okay, well done. No Masara horses in this one, sir. So. No. Uh, race four, the Triscay. I'm not much help to the punters <laughs> at the moment. I'm Glad I bought you on the on show. <laughs> yeah, passed on the Should have up, man. They'll be happy, they'll be happy <laughs> with me when it's just garbage and anything, you know. But Beaver's, uh, Beaver's having to buy this week. I'll get your money back later for you, <laughs> punters, once you've blown it, betting in those races. <laughs> maybe here, the 1,200-meter Tristark Stakes, where um, I think there's maybe one leader who probably wins and no chasers, maybe half a chaser. What do you reckon about for the Mayors, the Group 3? It's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. This will be the start of the day, and that's why I haven't gone earlier, because yeah. I don't want to be chasing here. I want to be <laughs> setting up the day here. It's a tally there for me. Yeah, I'm hoping we bowl first tomorrow so I can sit and have a bet <laughs> later on. Um, yes, there's no chases here. This, according to the maps, gets control. It's going to go straight across the field. It's going to sit there, and um, nothing's going to run it down. The, the best horse... Um, which I think will be set up for later is Ice Bath, obviously. Um, probably runs a place. What more can I add to that? Yep. Uh, nothing more to be said. Tell you, probably both our best of the days, I'm assuming. Uh, the Mile Race 5, benchmark 88. 
Um, you got something for us here? I need some help. <laughs> <laughs> it's another I, one that I wasn't um, overly keen on. I guess I, I probably landed more with um, Canasta. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good last start, and I think even uh, the step up in distance now, one, yes. one easily, one well, looks to be the in-form horse in this race. 1,600 looks perfect. Drawn off the track, which was a little bit of a worry, but um, assuming Rachel King can get get some cover somewhere, look, I think uh, around the $4 mark's not a bad bet. I think go straight across the field and leads. Um, it's where the maps have it as well. And uh, I'm saying the lead-up race, which is a soldier of love, where I think five of them finished across the line together, yep. is no good. So I'm just not – just easiest way for me, either they're all, all similar or um, that race is no good. So – Defaulting to the leader here, Rachel King, I assume, is riding it because of the weight, because uh, Josh Parr has been attached to it. Um, so Parr and uh, King have swapped Canasta and Soldier of Love, but uh, she rides these leaders as well as anyone, so no concerns there. And I think new arrangement through the different form lines flying this prep, um, going quite well, and back freshened up. Tommy Berry back to a mile um, is the main danger for me. Quaddy kicks off in race six, the uh, Southern Cross Stakes over the 1,200 metres, another group three here, uh, where we see it's been saved for this. Uh, Mask Crusader uh, trialled quite well. Are you with or against after last prep? Um, look, it trialled well, but at $2.50, I'm a little bit concerned. I thought that's a little bit skinny yeah. based on a trial when last prep was pretty ordinary. And yeah. given, you know, if it rains, even more concern there. I... I'm going to go for Rohirrin. Yep. Uh, thought it got a bit out of its ground last start at Gold Coast, but hit the line really well, was last, had to come really wide, um, but ran on and ran on really well, and I think it was picking, it was taking ground at the end. Yeah. Uh, drawn three here, probably gets a, gets a little bit better run, hopefully sits a little bit closer, and I think if it's within striking range, it's certainly got the best finish in this race. Um, yeah, he's been one of mine for... Two years now, um, no reason to disagree for him. I think it's a great each-way bet. Um, Jason Cole inside gate's good. I imagine if the, there's a reason any rain around stand, they get scratched. I'm not even. I'm treating that as. Um, I'm treating that as the wild card. If it beats me, it beats me. Uh, I think Master Crusader has come back better this prep. It just was. Uh, I mean, in the day, it only didn't get beat far by Fatus and Vada, who are both reasonable horses. But uh, I think his comeback better if it leads, I think, is still a horse to beat. But the bet for me is um, Rohirin as well. Gemsong didn't... Tr- I almost set out trying to find Gemsong, but didn't trial great. He's just been gelded. But I'm um, so interesting to see it return. But Rohirin, the each-way play for me. Race 7, the Group 2 Apollo over the 1,400 metre. Uh, cracking little race, actually. Yeah. Um, do you want to lead us off? The Wait for Age Group 2? Yeah. As you said, it's a cracking little race. Um but it's made up of mostly stayers. Yeah. Uh, there's no real uh, speed horses here. You've got Dream Force is probably um, the only horse that's sort of more of a 1,400-metre horse out of all of these. Yeah. Um, we know how good Very Elegant was first up last prep. Um, if there is any rain, that won't affect. Uh, I think uh, if there is any rain, I'm on it. If there's not, I'm probably away from it, to be right. honest. Okay. I, I think it's the best... Well, it is the best wet tracker in Australia, so put it yeah, that way. But um, it's better horse than all of these two. Yeah. Colding was good first up. Mm-hmm. I think the race probably sits between the two of them. Uh, Colding and very elegant. 
Uh, just depends how forward very elegant is. But if it's forward enough, I think it probably is good enough. I yeah, I, I think you're right. I think I loved Colding's return. It was pretty good. Um, it's pretty simple. If very elegant's ready to go, it wins. If they're keeping it fresh for the Queen Elizabeth and whatever during championships, it probably runs very nicely into a place. Um, the more I, I thought that first up last prep. Too. I tipped it last prep eight dollars yeah. just for the record. But um, so maybe maybe it sh- I should just be not thinking and betting. Yep. Um, the more I thought about it, was Dreamforce four hundred meter specialist Nash on the only leader is probably a worthwhile play here as well. Yeah, I'd I, say, I didn't. I, I talked myself into it more than because I was looking more for Colding and very elegant. Um, I think they're the clear three. It'd just be how fitness plays out. Um, you know, I guess we'll see how they parade and everything like that. So I couldn't find. Um, I couldn't split those three. Just the, the others are all stays. Mugger two. Great horse, but too short. Colette blinkers off first times. So obviously, not even. This is just a warm up for it. Um, I'm tipping it probably heads towards Queen Elizabeth. And hopes for a heavy track. Um, and we've probably spent more time we need to talking about it. Probably a simple race, really. Yep. Um, yeah, six one two for me. Group two, light fingers, twelve hundred meters. All the girls are back here. The three year old fillies. Group two, and this is just an interesting race because. I'm not sure what all that form means from the last prep because we've seen James, Dame Giselle come out, revved up and didn't really perform last week. Um, Hungry Hearts trial was, I thought, only average and then you're looking at Gold Coast form with AIM who I've already potted at Flemington. Um, what does that mean for me? I'm probably going to look at Thermosphere who resumed against the older horses, uh, chasing Big Parade who's not, you know, who's going to always test them, uh, gets Nash Gate 11, hopefully a blending run here. Um, so around the $9 mark, I'm having something on that. I could back Karma Lass at around the 20s. Um, to, if it gets even wetter, I could be even more interested there. And Sweet Reply at 50 to 1, I'll be having something on who... Um, trials didn't say much, but uh, probably should have won two races down in Melbourne and is better than a 50 to 1 chance in this race. What are you saying, Beaver? What I what am I saying is I'm going to stick with Hungry Heart. Okay. Thought its form last prep was was good enough to win a race of this quality. I know you're talking about Dame Giselle, but um, and it it didn't probably run as well last start. But again, the the speed was on. The, the, they controlled the speed last start, and I think Dame Giselle and Ollie Kirk, Kirk couldn't even run no, run them down. Right. So I don't. Yeah, maybe we've underrated rocketing by. So maybe yes, yeah, that's one. Well, yeah. I, I'm not putting a line through the damn. Dame Giselle form just yet, based on that run. The thing is, that Dame Giselle form is the form. It's three-year-old filly form. That's yes. where we're talking, I guess, apples to apples. So, yeah, there's no reason really to do it. It's more just me on a hunch than yes. any logical further thought. Yeah. yeah, so that for that reason, I'm going to stick with Hungry Heart. And, okay. Um, I don't not worried too much about the trial. It was good enough. Uh, so, yeah, that's the way I'm going. Cool. Now let's wrap up the day. Benchmark 88 over the 1,300 metres. Um, wide open, aff- well, whitish open affair, but I did think the favourite Subedar was a very good return. Um, chasing a good horse off an extended break, uh, was a very nice return there. Um, all time legend actually, who was flying, um, maybe has come to the end of it there, but the horse itself returned well. Trial since to tick it over for this, which is always good with the coming stable. And Hugh Bowman's back to his best. I think Bowman's riding fantastic at the moment. Yep. Easy way to finish a day for me. The two, I will have something small on just on the hunch. They might be 
good horses. Probably uh, of all stables, Waller's not the one to sort of spec these ones because he tends to be very grand final oriented. But Arcana and Buku Rest uh, are both, I think, horses that have something. Um, yeah. Just on the chance they are uh, both. Oh, Arcana went out big winner. Um, trial typically Bucharest same sort of thing. Just in the, on the off chance they're better horses than the rest of these, and we don't know it yet. I'm just going to have a small saver on them. Um, yeah, not much else to add. Yeah, good shout. Uh, both horses, um, particularly Arcana, I followed a fair bit last mm. um and tipped it a few times. I, I agree with you. I think Subedar is one of the better bets on the day. Um, Going back through its first up run was outstanding behind a quality horse and has since trialled and finished in that trial behind Written Beauty and Dirty Work, yeah. uh, which are both pretty good sprinters and uh, wasn't overly tested. So, um, and trialled back in December as well and won a trial at Hawkesbury behind Tiny, uh, in front of Tiny. So, um, look, I think this is one of the better bets. Yep. Cool. Good way to finish the day there. Um, the Sydney Quaddy, I'll quickly punch out now. Um, first leg, three, four, seven, into one, two, and six, into one, two, three, four, five, nine, ten, and eleven. Gone quite wide with the girls. Home with eight, eleven, twelve, and if Star Spangled Rodeo gets a run, it'll go in as well. Fifty bucks gets you just on eighteen percent there. Um, with the, if you want to take the opinion of Beaver and just throw Hungry Hard in and think that's the best horse. Go for your life, you'll get a, a much bigger divvy. Uh, my best is going to be Talier. Um, no surprises there, so I'll throw uh, Subedar in as well, I guess. Uh, in fairness, my value is the two girls I mentioned, Thermosphere and Sweet Reply in the Phillies race. How about yourself? Yeah, I've made my best on the day, race nine, number eight, Subedar. Um, purely, as you said, on on price. Um, I, st- I still think Talier will be winning, and my value bet comes up in race six, number four, Rohirin. Thought at the $6 mark, that was a nice value. Fantastic. Um, King of the North, mate, the Queensland bet. What have we got? The King of the North is uh, here. Dig them up. I'll throw out my Morphville one. Uh, Ali Boom resumes race one tomorrow. Even money, but short and sweet and get us off to a win. Yep. To start the day. Um, What have you got in Queensland? Got a few in Queensland. I've got race one, number six, leadership spill, uh, around the $3 mark. So uh, backed it a few times last prep. Thought it was pretty good. Uh, race five, number three, good chat, which is what we always have, Daggy. Um, and then uh, race seven, number six, socialising. Outstanding yeah, last start. Was. Shipped it and we'll be winning again. This horse has a mean, powerful finish. And, uh, yeah, you make me smile, came off that win and won very nicely for me, uh, well, for me anyway last week. Yep. Um, so for our autumn punters comp, so we're going to go – 12 weeks through to the end of the championships. We're going to have 100 bucks. Are we against each other or with each other for this? I don't know. We'll go head-to-head, won't we? Can you go head-to-head? Yeah. All right, let's go head-to-head. 100 bucks each to spend uh, on our each week, each Saturday, heading to the end of the championships, um, which is all-age stakes day. I think it's about 12 weeks. So you can kick us off. How are you spending your 100? Yep, my 100 is going to be spent firstly in Melbourne. I'm going to have 50 on Regards Marie all on to Bivouac. Mm-hmm. Um there and then I'm going in Sydney. I'm going to go a multi across Sydney, Doomben. I'm going uh, 50 on Talier, Subedar, socialising. Nice. Very aggressive out of the blocks. I Very like aggressive, it. mate. That's how I play. Okay. I'm going to have 15 bucks on Thermosphere at about the $8.50. Um, 5 bucks on Sweet Reply at 50s. $30 on Personal. 
at around a four dollar sixty mark, and then the other half of it, fifty bucks on bivouac. To uh, I'm playing a bit safer there, just knock up my hundred and thirty at least with bivouac, and well, I'm, I'm come back next on week. Marie giving so a hundred on bivouac. That's so I might I'm be uh, I might be chasing from a long way out next week, but that's yeah. all right. Let's see how we go. Good luck. No worries, mate. Good luck, punters. Uh, all the best for Black Caviar Lightning Stakes Day. Um, stay safe with everything going on at the moment, and we'll catch you on Tuesday night for the midweek preview. Perfect.